there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Local Influencers Podcast. I'm your host, Abel, and today I am joined by Gino Montalvo. Gino, Gino thank you for joining me today. Devo, Gino, Dino, yeah. whatever you want to call it, man. How you doing, bro? <laughs> doing good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for being on, man. I appreciate you for being here and spending time with me today. Uh, I know you live, we all live busy lives now, so spending any kind of time uh, setting it aside, I appreciate it. Um, so Gino, for those of you who may not know, uh, Gino is a real estate, he's an investor, he, I think you dabble a little bit in crypto, you do mm-hmm. all sorts of, I would say entrepreneur across the board. Um, so let's kind of dive in to your real estate and um, kind of your marketing and stuff. So they kind of all go hand in hand, really, entrepreneurship oh, sure. and everything kind of tie all together. Um, so what, what attracted you to real estate? Like, how did you get involved into, into that business? Because I actually, one time was actually taking real estate courses because I thought maybe that's something I want to do. Um, mm-hmm. but I realized that I, my, uh, blunt attitude towards people, <laughs> I was like, eh, I it's can't not gonna do work. this. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what? I'll start a it podcast. Takes a little, I'll start a to, podcast. To do, you can be as blunt as you want to do yeah. real estate. You do definitely have to be blunt. There is a lot of things that uh, go with it like finances and credit and so there's those things that you have to be very delicate with where people are you know hey I don't want to pull my credit or, hey I don't want people to know my finances and so people really have to trust like hey tell me the truth am I crazy for even asking this and so really for me it all kind of started a while back when I used to do radio and I love doing morning radio and I worked with uh, our heart radio here in town C101 did the morning show with Rex and I did that for 10 years and so it was a lot of fun um, I want to say I was responsible for all the radio stations back in like 2008, 2009 to go on social media. I remember at the time it was like, hey, we got to get on social media. And everyone, the production manager, who was a girl named Paula Kay, she's like, no, guys, like, why y'all keep talking about Facebook? Da, da, da. Why do you keep talking about that? We're like, because everybody's on it. We have to talk about it. And this makes me sound really old even telling this story. But I was like, we have to be on it. Everyone's on it. Businesses are trying to get on it. This is kind of like right when pages started on Facebook, when you can start a business page, it's called page and you create something. So I started that for all the different stations and I just started growing that page at the same time. Um, I converted one of my personal pages into a business page. So I maxed out like on friends. So I was like, cool. Now I got a business page. I'm going to max that one out too. So here I am giving away concert tickets and all these different prizes. And when the time came, um, we had a little girl and Bill started packed i was like dude i don't know how we're gonna pay these bills and i need to make more money and there's only so much radio i can do well my cousin who's chris montavo he's the broker for our company called beer Montavo associates he had kept telling me get your license get your license a lot of fun it would be great just get your license just get your license i'll tell you what to do afterwards i'm like what do you mean just take my test and just do it like no man i got bills bro i don't got 150 bucks to go buy the course or per course so to sum it all up took the courses finally did it flipped the switch on facebook so instead of like, hey, here's Papa Roach, who wants this these tickets? It was like, hey, who needs to buy a house? Who has questions? Um, I've been through it once, so I, I can help you. And then just kept going and going and going where people kept asking questions and I kept growing it and growing it. And over time, business just kind of took off from me transitioning from radio to a thousand percent real estate and helping as many people as possible. 
Yeah, and I appreciate you. Uh, whenever I added you on Facebook, I had to like message you. I'm like, hey, it says that you're maxed out on friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my personal and, uh, page. Yeah, yeah. I page too. I have a lot of fun. And so I uh, appreciate your posts because you're, like you said, the bluntness. You're very blunt on some of your posts. You're like, this is what it takes, like guys, like this, like you give advice, but it is very like it's real. It's like you're not. Being well, it's all the stuff bush. that people wonder but are afraid to ask. And yeah. there's no classes. There's no like place really you can go and. Speak school there's no one really around you that's talking about it all the time unless they are in real estate most people only buy a home every three to seven years so most of the time everybody's pretty clueless they're like i don't know what to do i have no idea what is even a credit score why do i have a credit score it doesn't make any sense i don't get it and it's because people don't do it every single day so i put out information that i would love i would have loved to have had when i was going through the process it's like hey these are the things i wish someone would have just said like don't do that don't get that Kohl's credit card for the 10 percent off it's not worth it like all that kind of stuff yeah for sure like i bought my uh house at 21 years old and That's awesome. so yeah and so i am here over 10 years later i won't uh, age myself but uh, here 10 years later I just and, did. <laughs> yeah, no over 10 years but i'm not gonna say exactly oh, okay. how old i won't say exactly how old uh uh, no, I'm 33 now, about to be 34. And so I've owned my house. See, that's since I was that's really young, though. For someone yeah. to buy a house at 21, our average person, I would say, is over 25 for sure. The youngest I've ever had was 18. And so for you at 21 to buy your own house, that's not the norm, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. I actually asked that question this morning on my Facebook. I always do live, uh, live videos and ask questions or answer questions. And the video was, when did you move out of your parents? And so it was amazing to see all the different answers where people are like 15, 16, 19, like almost all of them were teenagers and I felt old and like a mama's boy because I was like I was like 25 slash 26 when I moved out mostly because my dad's like stay home I didn't know where to go I was like ah because all my cousins and my friends around me like no we got our own place we're living in this badass apartment I'm like okay I'm at home I don't know what to do <laughs> but it was surprising to see all the answers were 16 17 18 19 and I think that was the norm and so yeah to, but that's just moving out that's not buying your own house so buying your house at 21 is a really good accomplishment yeah, and I think a lot of it has to do with, like, the trust that you have with your real estate agent, you know? Your real estate agent, also the person that's your loan officer, like, you have to build yeah. a relationship with them. And it was a lot of trial and error, let me tell you, because I am I am very, like, um, this is the way I like it, and this is what I want, and I don't, like, and I've always been that way. Like, it's, like, it has to be my way or the highway. And so I went through quite a few uh, agents until I found the perfect one who, like, I told her, like, at that time, I was the store manager uh, for a rent-to-own business, and I was like, I don't have time to be on the phone with you all day. Like, I'm telling mm -hmm. you what I want. I need you to go out Here's and my stuff. It. I can only look for houses on this day, on this, between these times, book as many as possible. Mm -hmm. Don't, like, you got to deal with it. That's what, that's what we're, you know, you're going to get paid for when we sign the house or whatever. For sure. And, and so, like, and thankfully, I found her. She was perfect. We got a house and all that. So it's like I think it's building relationships. It's a part of his real estate. And well, yeah, um, because like you said, you're spending a lot of money. You have to have that trust because most people, the most money they'll ever spend in probably their lifetime besides a house is like a car, yeah. um, if that. And then sometimes you're not even putting money down, so it's really no money exchanged. It's just monthly that you're paying a lot. And then maybe like a wedding or maybe a boat. But really, a house is when it really comes down to how much can I really save and how much can I really spend and what is my budget really like? And you have to trust the people that are helping you are telling you the right answers and giving you the right advice, and not just trying to make a sale and putting you in over your head. It's like, oh, crap, did I buy too much? Like, 
They didn't tell me this was going to happen. They didn't explain taxes to me. They didn't tell me my AC was 20 years old. They didn't even say anything. Yeah. And I remember when I moved into my house, um, that was in the days of you could get houses. I've been Cal Allen. Uh, houses out here were going for like 100000 140000 And now there's nothing That's a lot below. of hell, dude. There's mm-hmm. nothing below like two fifty, now like two hundred. Even in the like, last three years, the market has changed so much. Ever since COVID started, interest rates went really low, uh, really quickly. Interest rates basically is just how cheap it is to borrow money. Um, the prices have gone up for the exact same house, like the exact same. I'm thinking of this three two new construction house in my head that they have. This one builder has had this floor plan for three years, and it's gone up anywhere between forty to sixty thousand the last two and a half years. The exact same house. And so that's what people forget. They're like, oh, wait till later to do it. It's like, it's going to be more expensive. Like, just do it now. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be yeah. way more expensive. And it's never so, going to be cheaper than it is now. Yeah. And so what uh, I know got you into real estate. So like what crypto, let's talk about that. Because that is uh, sure. some people, it's it's new. It's newish, right? And what interested you in that? And what? how did you get involved in starting to kind of dabble in crypto? Sure. So I'll, I'll, I'll start that answer with this. So a big part of my job is teaching people about investments, uh, letting them understand that when you purchase the home, yes, it's a home. It's where you're going to sleep and eat and have parties and barbecue. But it's also in the end of it, when it comes time to sell, it's an investment. Like, like you, for example, you've been in your house 10 plus years, you said. When the time comes to sell, sweet, I'm going to make some profits. This is maybe the most profits I've ever seen. What do I do with this money? And so for most people, whenever they make money like that, they move it on over to another house, or maybe they buy an investment property. Maybe they put a little money in a savings account or an investment account or stocks. And so for me with crypto and for what I've done the last couple of years, just learning as much as I can is realizing, um, you know, one, I, part of my business is understanding money and understanding how it's transferred, understanding how it works when I go and I get a cashier's check from one bank and then I tell this lender, hey, these people are buying this house, the, the closing office. We need to wire everything over. Why is it taking so long for all this money to move over? How does it work in between the different places? And when you look at it like that and you look at all the different cryptos that are out there, um, a lot of people, if they think of crypto, they probably think of like the three biggest ones most people think of, which is Bitcoin. They don't get it. Ethereum, I don't know. It has something to do with monkeys, right? I think it has something to do with monkeys. And then most people are like Dogecoin because they Elon Musk. So, it, and and if they've used any of those or they bought any of those on their apps or at the very least heard about Dogecoin, they're like, that's a scam. That's a scam. There's no way I can get involved. But there's so many other projects that are out there. There's so many other different things that are happening that people aren't looking at because those get the spotlight. That if you look into it, you're like, wow, this is literally the future of money. The same way a debit card at one point was a future of money. And everyone's like, that doesn't make any sense. People can use a card and you just put it in the machine, you get money. The same way a check used to be really weird for some people. The same way, you know, for people growing up, it's like, yeah, dad, you just, you know, you get your ATM card and you put it in and you use a credit card and they go, shh, shh, like they swipe it for you. They're like, what? Like, no, no, I got, I need cash. I need cash. Um, even over the last couple of years, cash is just one of those things people don't see anymore. Um, even when the pandemic started, like everyone's like, oh, we're not printing any more cash. We don't have any cash. Like there's, it's out there. You can go get it, but we don't have any. And so for me, seeing all these changes and seeing how things have changed over time, uh, even with real estate, with digital currency, for me, that's just why it interests me so much. And it's nice to have investments outside of my normal stuff where I can actually see fluctuations. Yes, is it scary? Because it's so volatile and it goes up and down. 
But at the same time, if you take the time to learn it, you can really make money. The same way the stock market. For anybody that's never messed the stock market, oh, dude, it's another language. It doesn't make any sense. It's like, oh, I don't even want to touch that. But there's kids, and you see them on TikTok, that are learning how to day trade, and they don't even they don't even have a car. They don't even have a house. Like they're living at mom's house, but they figured it out because they've watched and learned enough to learn how to day trade and they're making millions on calls and options and all these different swings. And so I'm just very interested in the fact that there's opportunities there to grab. You just got to take the time. To yeah. I, I don't have any crypto, but I do have stocks that I am mm-hmm. investing in stocks and different stocks. And, and, but just like, like crypto, it's very, sometimes it's scary because you see like how much you put into it. And then it's exciting as well because then you see how much you build up over time and it's money that yeah. you invested and it's just building or sometimes you're losing it. The, and, the old you know. quote is it's not timing the market, it's time in the market. And if you look at any of these companies, these big stock companies like all the, the blue chip or any of the tech companies like Apple or Google or Uber, or Netflix, like if you just would have bought whenever or Tesla, big one and just waited, you'd be fine. But it's when you try to go in and out, in and out. And same thing with crypto. All these projects that are around right now, if you look back the last two, three, four, five to 10 years, they've all gone up. It's just buying and holding good projects. Yep. And so if someone, like uh, kind of tying back to real estate, let's say a first time, um, someone's interested in buying their first home, what are just a few things that you tell them, you know, to kind of prepare themselves before maybe even going to look for an agent what are things that they need to do because i know like my real estate agent she required before i she even like my final real estate agent before she took me on i guess as a client or whatever she required me to like have um like a loan approved already like a pre-approval and yeah so what are what are some things that you would suggest to people um or some tips for people that are interested in buying a home and kind of starting off for sure. That's the biggest question we get. Um, I probably get, you know, every day I get that call this morning, literally after I picked up Starbucks, I got the call. Hey, my friend told me, um, you have to buy a house. Can you help me? I don't know where to start. Here's my situation. I always ask people, what's your situation? And then I tell them the first step to buying a home is always going to be informational. And what I mean by that is, is doing all the things you talked about a second ago, like finding out if I can get pre-approved, finding out what your income looks like compared to your debt, your debt not meaning like in a bad way, but just like your revolving bills. Like what are you paying month? Cell phone, insurance, car, loans. Like what do you got right now versus how much are you making? And then once you find out those numbers, realizing, okay, can I even afford a home right now? Is now even the right time? Do I have enough money saved up? What's it going to take to save up? And so that's why I tell people, find out as much information as possible. It's free. There's no charge. There's no obligation. We have people all the time that will talk to our lender and find out, hey, you're good to go. You can get approved, but they're not ready yet either because they don't have the the funds saved or their lease isn't ending yet or they're like oh i didn't even think i could get approved i was just trying to find out so the more information you have the better the situation you are when the time comes to actually buy something and so there's so much free stuff out there kind of like talking about a while ago like there's so much free information there's no reason not to learn these things because before it was kind of like i don't know there's not like a book i can go look at the library like i asked my mom but she hasn't bought a house since the 80s so they didn't even have credit scores <laughs> back then my mom bought a house yeah. they just fucking signed on it and they were good to go so finding as much information as possible always first step yeah that's a good piece of advice i think and then um so let's kind of moving on like a little bit of marketing we said like marketing kind of is tied into everything that we do in the last mm-hmm. few podcasts i recorded today i've talked about like everyone whether you are some kind of small business owner entrepreneur creator 
even if you're just your personal, just like a personal Instagram, for instance, everyone, you're promoting yourself no matter what. Like, whether, like, I when I post on my private, like, Facebook page, I'm promoting myself to my friends and family. You're, people are always yeah. promoting themselves. But when you're marketing yourself, it's a little bit different and a little bit more involved. So what are, like... um what like you said you were one of you kind of got the radio stations on to facebook i remember facebook pages when it first came out because that's i think that's when i actually started podcasting was back when facebook pages first came and um so yeah so we're right there well do you remember when uh when this makes sound old like when myspace right myspace Mm -hmm. used to not have the timelines they used to have a bulletin board and i remember working for the clubs and like i used to work for some of the nightclubs making like the their flyers that would they would post on myspace and so i remember like spamming the bulletin board because whenever you would log into myspace there'd be a bulletin board and it would show whatever you wanted to in there it was, a, it was like maybe five or six little bulletins and so i would be in there like uh da-da-da friday night da-da-da friday night da-da-da friday night or whatever it was for um, the radio station and so it started with just kind of putting info and putting info but then once it got a little more personal with like more photos, and updates, and like videos, you really can't just spam people because people still try to do that. I see like on Facebook, like either they're salesmen in some industry, I'm not going to say what, or they just, they do a certain thing and it's like, yeah, like we get it like every day. It's the same thing over and over and over. They're copying and pasting from the notepad and it just, it can get old after a while. So I think with like social media, you have to really take people along the journey or like a story and show them like, hey, here's how this person is starting. Here's how we get into this point to this point. Or here's me personally, how I did this. And here's like another question we got. And um, really kind of like with the radio, like when we do radio, there's so many different ways that we get people to engage. Uh, literally like, hey, what color phone do you like? Black or pink? It's like, I don't know, black. And people would call up like, oh yeah, we just heard that people like Coke more than Pepsi. And then they call up like, no way, man. Pepsi sucks like you just Mm -hmm. it's just simple things and so like this morning like I said I asked the question when did you move out of your parents house it's like 200 comments like people just love to tell their part of it like I moved out when I was this age and here's my story and so for me that's really what I I try mentally and I'm trying to get better at it when I post stuff like am I posting this for me or am I posting this for uh, other realtors or am I posting this for clients or potential clients like who am I trying to engage uh, with these posts and usually I'm trying to engage new clients yeah and that i think that's uh the thing about marketing and it's funny that you say like they there's some people that sell certain things that are um it's very just like i'm like oh it's close to being a pyramid scheme like uh, yeah. like you're like guys like i think we all know like certain companies that were or brands that it's, we're not, it's about. not it's not it's just like that's because there's people in those companies that do really well and they're naturally good salesmen and they go a whole other way about it where you wouldn't even know like oh that person's trying to sell the same thing as this person like it's completely different yeah. and so it just has to do with like how personal people are or how they are with sales some people aren't some people are like i don't know what to do so let me just tag 100 people on this post it's like no that's not the way to do it yeah <laughs> and tag 100 random people like that's the yeah. most and that is the most annoying thing. I will quickly unfriend someone if I get tagged in random, irrelevant posts. Like, like I love barbecue as much as anybody, but yeah. I don't need to see it tagged in 98 yeah. people every other yeah. day. <laughs> For real, like, honestly. Um, but yeah, I, I appreciate, like, uh, just like you dropped a lot of knowledge in a short amount of time. I think that's been, um, I think the crypto thing was big. Like I said, I think because I am invested in stocks, but crypto is just one of those things that's kind of, I think anytime something is new, people are kind of like, 
wary about it. Like sure. I liked your reference yeah. to like the whole debit card and credit card thing. You know, it was like we have to, you kind of evolve with the times. Like from mm-hmm. MySpace Bulletin well, to think of like Cash App. Think of like Cash App. How even a couple of years ago, if you told someone Cash App, me they're like what? But then think about how convenient that really is. Like like right now, if me and you were together, like at the mall, and you needed a hundred bucks, like there's only so many ways I could do it. I would either have to one uh, give you the physical cash. If I don't have the physical cash, I have to go to ATM. If I don't have a debit card, then I can't go to the ATM. So there's only so many ways to actually give you, there's only so many ways in between people to give away money or give money to each other. And so the fact that like there's an app called Cash App where I can instantly send people money no matter where they are is I think a really huge thing. So like everyone loves the how it happens and how it works, but no one really bothers to think, how does it work? And that's what crypto is. Like how does how is that working where I'm able just to send money to somebody with a QR code? Like, I don't get it. They don't want to get it. They don't give it. They don't really care as long as it happens. But if you really look into it, how it's happening, that's the smart part. Yeah. It's just, I guess we have to, people have to, people are uncomfortable with change sometimes. And you have to, you you have to get comfortable change to move forward, you know, or else we still be back in MySpace bulletin days and not, uh, Mm -hmm. not with like uh, TikTok and Instagram and Facebook algorithms, you know. Years, you know, I don't think MySpace had a very good uh, algorithm. wasn't really a thing of MySpace. You just kind it of was just, saw. <laughs> yeah, it was just real. Like, hey, I'm putting this out there, and that's it. No one was trying to sell anything to you or sell your information. Not until yeah. Zuckerberg got involved. Yeah, <laughs> selling all your information for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, Tom just made his money and got out. <laughs> yeah, we missed like, Tom sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Tom was smart. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you ever seen we- that guy's Instagram page? No, I have not. Dude, okay, so after he sold his company for whatever millions of dollars, he went and just started traveling the world. So you got to go check out his Instagram page because on the Instagram page, he's a very, very talented photographer. And so if you look at these photos, it looks like a photo you would get whenever you uh, got a brand new computer and they had like the desktop wallpapers where it has like some random place across the world. You're like, I don't know where that's at. That's an awesome picture. But yeah. he takes those pictures and he goes and he travels the world and he takes incredible photography so he's one of those guys that did it right. He made the money, left, and just traveled the world with his money and took, pic- took awesome pictures to post on Instagram. That's, all he That's awesome. And he was, uh, and then Tom, and then like you think about like now he's posting on Instagram. Instagram yeah. you know, you know, like, like whatever. He already yeah. made money. He didn't give a yeah. shit. <laughs> he was like, he's like the, he was like the OG. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. the OG of, and so yeah i uh thank you for like dropping all that knowledge I, and i appreciate your time i again um it was very insightful i think it would be helpful to a lot of people listening and um yeah i think that i've said it i, I i've said it literally a million times just today alone like anytime something scares you just that means you're heading in the right direction continue mm-hmm. to go on that path and follow your gut and so yep. and uh don't for people out there don't be afraid to ask questions like um you know, sometimes, okay, I don't like the saying there is no such thing as a dumb question because there is, all right? That's just my opinion. There is things, a dumb <laughs> question, but it's not, there is no, there is nothing wrong with asking a, a question, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and um, you guys and can always, on you, guys, you guys can always rely on Google. Sure. I, I agree with that, but on that same note, and I talked about that uh, a lot, where if there's something you want to do and someone around you did it, more than likely if you ask them like hey how did you do that they're going to tell you like no one's going to withhold information that's it'd be really rare if they did but if you ask somebody how did you fix your credit how did you lose 100 pounds how did you make that recipe like anybody that has done anything that they're proud of 
more likely will tell you like, oh, here's exactly how I did it. Yeah, you can go to Google and you can see, you know, videos and recipes and all these YouTube videos. But if you just ask somebody, they'll just tell you like, yeah, here's exactly what I did. And you're like, cool. We'll talk to you. Yeah, exactly. I think. Um, and then if someone doesn't want to share that information with you, it's like, okay, that person that it's kind of shady anyway. Like anytime anyone yeah. asks me, like my friend Vani starting a podcast, like I got her going and she's now uh, starting interested in starting a book. I was like, just write and then I'll help you with the rest. I'll, 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 yeah. I'll get you. I own a publishing, my own publishing thing. So I'll get you published. Like, like, yeah, you know, so like anybody that, um, that has done it like you said if you ask someone there they should be willing to um to share okay. that knowledge yeah because yeah. if not again then you might have questioned that person like that person's morals anyway so yeah maybe yeah. they do it the right way i want to do it <laughs> yeah yeah so uh gino we've, we have reached a time of the podcast where you can plug anything and everything you'd like where can people find you social media all that good stuff cool man well hey thanks again for having me on uh, my name is Gino Montalvo. I'm a local real estate agent here in Corpus Christi, and all my handles are at the Gino Montalvo. Uh, I'm always here available for any type of real estate questions, no matter what it is, if it's investments or if it's residential, buying, selling. If it has an address, we can help you out. Awesome. I will have uh, Gino's uh, Facebook and Instagram uh, and link tree on the show notes. In my MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have MySpace. And, uh, I'll have that uh, posted in the show notes. All you have to do is click on it. And it'll take you directly to those pages. Uh, again, Gino, one last time, thank you for being here. Thank and you, man. For, for everyone listening, wherever you're listening, please head out into your community. Community, do something good and make a positive change. Everyone have a great day.